Refuge Shelter Tour, spent not one entire day, but two in the Louvre, and opted to save a gondola ride in Venice for the next time we'd visit the romantic city when we wouldn't be single. I was an English lit major who had a subscription to the Wall Street Journal and an A in an elective introductory business class I'd taken to break up the Fitzgerald, Whitman, and Shelley routine. Adam had studied business and marketing as an undergrad, and he devoured anything by John Irving and was unashamedly open about his love for the Little House books. They make me feel like I'm coming home, he said. I hadn't known I could love something coming out of someone's mouth as much as I loved that ridiculously endearing comment. That is, until Adam told me those three little words— when he told me he'd found his match, that I was his one. I was the girl who loved sushi and couldn't handle hard liquor, often making really poor choices under the influence. He was the guy who knew how to make sushi and steered clear of anything harder than beer, wine, or champagne. Because of an alcoholic uncle... I was the girl who loved to jog and was intimidated by driving any and all L.A. freeways despite having grown up in Pasadena. He was the guy who needed a jogging partner and had helped pay for college by couriering. He knew L.A. like the back of his hand and loved getting behind the wheel. I was the girl who was interested in serious relationship material, wanted to call L.A. or at least Southern California, my home, my little house, forever, and had aspirations of traveling to Beijing, learning French, and writing a novel. He was the guy who had never been into dating around, had been born and raised in Glendale, and had no plans to leave sunny SoCal, and aspired to a life filled with travel, delicious food, and an abundance of love— And he liked my novel-writing idea. As if it were written in the stars, Adam and I were a perfect match, a perfect complement to each other, filling each other's gaps, each being positive when the other was negative, fitting each other like that proverbial glove. As soon as I graduated from college, Adam and I moved in together, and our routines and lives melded together effortlessly— Our first place was a small, one-bedroom, first-floor apartment in a shabbier part of otherwise lovely Pasadena, complete with unreliable water pressure and a chronic ant problem. We shared Adam's barely-hanging-on Acura he'd had since before there was a we, and we were happy. Blissfully happy. He'd pour me a bowl of cereal while I battled with the showerhead. I'd stick to his travel coffee mug, a post-it, with an XO or You Sexy Thing sentiment scrawled on it, while he fought the classic start-the-car battle. It was a beautiful and uncomplicated and true love, in every way possible. Upon completing his MBA, Adam landed a position at Disney, and after two years, he finally began to see the benefits of his long hours and dedication— He was promoted to marketing department team manager. I couldn't have been more proud. We jetted off for a short but memorable weekend in Sonoma to celebrate. You make me feel like home, 
I told Adam on the night we returned after our brief getaway up north. We'd come home, left our luggage by the door, opened one of our souvenir bottles of Zinfandel, headed straight for our bedroom, and made love. I love you so much, Adam Brennan, I whispered against his lips, the sheet taut against our entwined legs. So very much. Adam had that charming sparkle in his dark eyes when he said, You are my home, Miss Hallie West. He kissed the top of my bare shoulder. I love you, to the moon and back. His fingers found their way to the base of my left shoulder blade, where he lightly traced my lone tattoo. My best friend, Marion Krober, and I had gotten them during spring break in Florida, one year in college. While her rainbow tattoo, also on her left shoulder blade, was the result of an inebriated...